California and Red Clay in Georgia. Good morning, everyone. It's Tuesday, May 5th, 2020. This is a talk in the attic, making me your host, Kirk Ross. If you're enjoying the output so far, please, please, please write a review. Even if it's just a handful of words on top of a five-star rating, it drastically improves the visibility of the show to people outside of the attic universe, a.k.a. outside of Bay City and Grand Rapids. The first five reviews written from this point forward will receive a free A Talk in the Attic t-shirt. Deal? Cool. Thank you so much. How's it going for everybody? Unlike in previous weeks, I actually had a really solid idea of what I wanted to share with y'all today. And I hope I'm not giving anything away here by saying that, but this show is all about being open and honest, so you need to know it anyway. The reality is, I'm typically beating myself up leading into Tuesday mornings. Typically racking my brain for potential topics. Topics that will be helpful and entertaining and consistent in tone to my previous episodes. Topics that don't drift too far into the abstract, but that are still a little bit out there. And as was the case with previous weeks, my Monday brainstorming sessions had yielded little success. But luckily, I've awoken each of the past Tuesdays with sudden rushes of inspiration. So much so that said inspiration had roused me from my deep slumber. Driving me very early in the morning to my laptop to sit down to write. In most previous Tuesday mornings, I've been up and at it early, writing before my phone's alarm clock could even do its thing. Look, when you've gotten up a little bit late as many times as I have, then it's almost requisite to brag a little, at least a little, about the dozen or so times that I've actually beaten the alarm. For those of you counting at home, the scoreboard reads something like 12,230 for the alarm against 770 mornings for me where I've won. But this podcast project has invigorated me such that sleeping in just seems ludicrous. Validating my belief that if you're putting your time into something that you really enjoy, then mornings suddenly lose their otherwise terrifying significance. But this week, unlike in previous ones, I actually had a really solid plan coming into today's short. For the past few days, I've been developing ideas in my head for an episode that was planning to highlight the physical attic space, which I'm building out as we speak. So the episode was going to read a little bit like a Bob Vila, This Old House parody, complete with relaxing theme music, construction-based dad jokes, and of course, excerpts from Tool Time with Tim the Toolman Taylor and Al Borland. The truth is, building out an attic is quite physically taxing. It's quite physically demanding work, and while I was uncharacteristically calm about today's topic these past couple days, the labor itself did wear me out a little bit. And I'm not complaining, by the way. Being worn out from a passion project is nearly euphoric. So last night, when Jessica and I finally put our heads down on the pillows, after we got through our wind-down chat routine, after all that, My final thoughts went something like, all right, Kirk, it's about 11 p.m. You've got your topic for tomorrow, this old attic with Kirk Ross. And while it's true that you've gotten up without an alarm the past few Tuesdays, it would probably still be wise to set one, right? Just to be sure. 
Okay, fine, I'll set it for 620, but I'm not going to need it. Sure, I'm losing to that bastard alarm clock by over 12,000 mornings, but I'm not going to need it this time. What do you think, listeners? Do you think I needed it? Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Here we go again. Can this guy just pick a format and stick with it? Jeesh. But today's episode is going to be different because it's going to be a stream of consciousness retelling of my past nine hours. Let's start the show. Let's bring it on home. Let's bring it on home, baby. Six one six event calling. Let's bring it on home. Let's bring it on home, baby. Six one six event calling. Let's bring it on home. Let's bring it on home, baby. Six one six event calling. All right, Jess. I love you. Good night. Good job today, and I'm super sorry that I was so snippy when I was working on the attic. I'm not sure exactly. I just tend to be less patient, I guess, when I'm working construction jobs like this. It's almost like a conditioned response dating back to my building projects of yesteryear. Gary Ross, he used to lose his patience when working on things. So did his dad. It's what we do, damn it. Jess accepted my excuse. Let's face it. It was an excuse. And then asked me if I knew what the topic would be for today's show. Actually, I said, I do. I'm going to inform people about the physical attic build-out while making a parody of this old house and home improvement. I'm really feeling quite solid, frankly. Oh yeah, Jess, you're sore? Sweet fancy Moses, I'm sore too. And I know that I haven't needed it lately, but I'm going to set my alarm for 6.20 tomorrow. Oh, you've got a Zoom conference with the court, so you'll already be up? Okay, cool. Don't worry about waking me up, though. I did set my alarm. I'm not going to need it, but I did set it. All right, babe. Good night. I love you. All right, Kirk. Let's get to sleep. Are you sure that using one of your favorite Rainbow Kitten Surprise songs, Fever Pitch, as your alarm song will actually do the trick? I mean, remember back to that old AM, FM clock radio that you had as a kid. Remember how terribly annoying the sound that that thing made was? And yet you were still able to ignore it, sometimes even integrating that terrible sound into your dreams in order to justify why you can hear it. But you think Rainbow Kitten Surprise Fever Pitch won't do that? Okay. It's fine. I'm not a little kid anymore. I'm excited to jump up and to get writing. I'm excited to jump up and start recording. Enough about the alarm. It's set. Let's get to bed. Remember that Mitch Hedberg joke about trying to get to sleep? Hey, if you can't sleep, count sheep. Don't count endangered animals. You will run out. (laughs) <laughs> Mitch Hedberg, love that guy. R.I.P. Mitch. I wonder if he would like this show if he was around to hear it. One sheep. Two sheep. Three sheep. Four sheep. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> Five sheep. Six Mitch. Ross! Move your ass! This is the last chance to make it back onto the football squad here! Yeah, you quit the team at 19, and that was 16 years ago. And sure, since then, you've grown weaker and slower and softer. But you still got a chance. Knees up, Ross. Let's go. Twelve sheep. Thirteen sheep. Hi, yes, this is Kirk Ross. I'm a student here at Garber High School. Yeah, I know I appear to be my current day mid-30s self, but for some reason I'm back in high school, and for some reason this school is massive. And it's final exams today, and I've missed every single class the entire semester. Can anybody help me? Does anybody know where my English final exam is at? And what ended up happening in Albert Camus' The Stranger? 
whoa, 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 back to reality. Okay, I'm just in bed. I'm not in high school anymore. I'm not actually ill-prepared for some English lit final at some amalgamized institution. Just relax, brah. It's all good. Man, I got dicey there. I almost found myself taking an exam. There's another Mitch Hedberg joke that would apply here. Oh yeah, yeah, I hate dreaming because you know, when you want to sleep, you want to sleep. Dreaming is work, you know? Like there I am laying on my comfortable bed in my hotel room. It's beautiful. Next thing you know, I have to build a go-kart with my ex-landlord. <laughs> 32 sheep, 33 sheep, 34. Now I'm lying out on my stomach with my hands under my chin. I'm in the middle of my childhood living room. It's called the blue room because, well, the carpet is blue in here. Pretty creative. Makes sense, right? My dad's up on his recliner. There's my mom behind me, glancing up from her Mary Higgins Clark novel on occasion. My sister Jessie is here, too. It seems to be 1993, yet she is for some reason texting on a pink Motorola Razor. Weird, I don't know. On the TV is Home Improvement. Tim the Toolman Taylor just accidentally adhered his forehead to an oak 1x6. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're all laughing. Even Mary Higgins Clark laughed. She's joined my mom on the couch. I turned around to my little blue room audience and I exclaimed, Man, I wish I had a dad like Tim the Toolman Taylor. He's so cool. My mom giggled. Mary Higgins Clark gasped. My sister's phone had transformed into a soft taco without meat from Taco Bell. My dad trying to play off the insult as if he thinks it's funny, but he doesn't. His son just told the whole group that he wishes he had someone else as a dad. A single tear starts to drip down his cheek. He starts sniffling and snorting and sneezing, and for some reason he's licking my face. Dad, why are you... Why do you smell like Nunzio, and why are you... Snap back to reality. That's not my dad making these sounds and smells. I'm back in bed. I'm not in my childhood blue room. And that's Nunzio that's doing that. Gross. Come on, Nunzio. I'm trying to sleep here. 61 sheep. 62 sheep. Six. Isn't there another Mitch Hedberg joke about sleeping? Maybe I should count Mitch Hedberg jokes instead of sheep. I want to dream of me watching myself sleep. <laughs> 70 sheep. My limbs are suddenly paralyzed. I want to move, but I can't. I'm floating now, just above my comforter. Levitating comfortably, but completely paralyzed and unable to move. Then, suddenly, in the blink of an eye, I start free-falling. I'm falling and falling deeper and deeper into my covers. I'm at least a mile below my bed at this point. Sunken fully into the mattress so that only a distant sliver of light can be seen, and it's shrinking fast. The sliver becomes a slit... The slit becomes a pixel. And then suddenly, the pixel goes dark. People and memories and conscious dreams have been replaced by ethereal collages of swirling colors and soft light. Like a super hazy kaleidoscope constantly changing tones and moods. Off-whites turn into dusty pinks and sky blues. No single area within my frame of vision is the same, but at the same time, it's all perfectly blended. From the outside in, darkness begins to seep in. The edges fight to stay colorized, but it's, but it's a losing battle. Dark brown borders begin closing in as a deep, true blackness takes over, usurping the frame completely until suddenly there is complete 
Darkness. Total silence. Oh, I'm so thirsty. I need water. I need all the water. But we're here in the desert. The creek bed is bone dry. But there is an African water root over there. I could skin that bad boy and make pulp out of it. Then I could squeeze the pulp, harvesting whatever moisture remains in there. But it's not enough. But wait, good thing this giant mug of crystal clear H2O has suddenly manifested into my hand. Suddenly I'm back in my bed, I'm awake, and I'm actually truly thirsty, like super thirsty. It's as if my dream had already foreshadowed my actual condition, but now I really know. I get up, I saunter over to the bathroom. Watch your toe on that, oh, oh, too late, ouch. Turn on the faucet, get a drink so you can get back to bed. You're right in the middle of a survival exercise with Discovery Channel's Matt Graham from Dual Survivor. Love Matt Graham from Dual Survivor. I wonder if he'd be willing to be on the podcast. You know, honestly, drinking treated water from a bathroom faucet is a really good way to get hydrated, but so is squeezing a root or elephant dung, you know? That's how the indigenous people here would have handled it. Abort, abort. Stop talking about Matt Graham. Stop thinking about the podcast. Get back to bed. Get back to sleep. You've only got a couple more hours before your alarm is set to go off. How many times do I have to say it, Kirk? We're not going to need this alarm. We've got too much to do and we're too excited about what has to be done. What the? Where's my phone? Where is it? It's too early. There's no way it's 6.20. I just grabbed a drink like two minutes ago, right? Don't even open your eyes. Just hit that button on the side. Just hit the snooze. Okay, that's enough. Why why does this phone keep doing this? Just let me sleep. Hallelujah. (gasps) I reach over to confirm Jessica is there. Ah, yes. She's there. She's so warm and so furry and she's panting a lot. Wait a tick, that's Nunzio. Where's Jessica? She couldn't already be up, could she? No way. This has to be a dream. Just go back to sleep. Hallelujah. (gasps) Oh my God, it's so bright in here. Way too bright to be in the middle of the night. This has to be a dream. Get back to sleep. We were just at a Rainbow Kitten Surprise concert in my dream. Let's go. And sure enough, we were. Jessica and I are watching... Rainbow Kitten Surprise perform in the attic, which at this point in the dream is completed now. It's got its own surge-protected electrical service panel up there, complete with 72 high-quality outlets to ensure clean audio. Rainbow Kitten Surprise is here, and they're playing just for Jessica and Nunzio and I. And for some reason, they're only playing Fever Pitch. We love this song. In fact, I use this as an alarm sometimes. Not that I ever really need an alarm. 
but they keep playing it and it's, it's going louder and it's getting louder and louder. And Jessica and Nunzio must not like the loud music so much because they've suddenly disappeared from the attic. It's just me and the band and then before long, the band itself must not like the music so loud either because they vanished as well. But the music gets louder and louder and louder. Suddenly Jessica chimes in, Babe, you should probably get up. But I set my alarm, I'll, I'll get up when it goes off. It's been going off, you hit the snooze like 10 times over the past hour, it's 7.30 and you have to do your show. And my conference call is coming up. I sprang up, looked around, it was sunny outside. Even the always sleepy Nunzio was awake. Could it be? Had I really overslept? But I have my episode to write. My episode to record, produce, release, promote. It's okay, Kirk, you're fine. You already know what you're going to write about. How about just one more snooze? You can do it. You'll pop right up after the next one, I guarantee it. All right, all right. Hallelujah. All right, that's going to do it, folks. I hope you enjoyed this one. If this episode jived with you, then welcome to the Not a Morning Person Club. If you didn't quite understand where I was coming from, then congratulations. Your mornings are probably a little less terrifying than mine. Give me a call and let me know how you pull it off, for real. I want to become a better morning person. Give me a call, help me out. Just make sure you wait to call around 11.
simmer, let it simmer, simmer down, please. I got the holy rum, I got the holy rum. I felt the fever grip me when I needed it most. Thank the Lord, I'm at the fever pitch now. I'm at the fever pitch, not quite, but needed it. I mean it, man. All right, thanks everyone. Peace out and sweet dreams. Let's bring it on home, baby. Let's bring it on home. Let's bring it on home.